Casey McAteer. Hungry. Good answer. I love that. Yeah. The man's a baller, you know, already know, ball with the pros and generals. And that's setting stones like emeralds, fly emeralds, Etihad or Ellen Road. Still hands on like Becker, boss like Beretta, boss like Arteta, yo. Capture red if you get involved, lift the gold with the yellow glow, too professional. Came with that baller mindset, war for the prize, ain't scoring in my net. Coming like Bex for the right check, I'll move to Spain and ball in the right next. Must be the baller mindset, from LC coming live and direct. Subscribe if you ain't subscribed yet. He tuned into the baller's mindset. Yo guys, welcome back to another episode of the Ballers Mindset Podcast. Before we start today's episode, we just want to say a big thank you for all the support that we've received so far. Please do feel free to follow, like, and share with all your friends across social media. Um, today, we've got one of Leicester City's most highly regarded young talents. He signed his pro contract, made his professional debut in the Premier League, and now he's here in the Leicester Podcast studio. Casey McAteer, how are we, bro? I'm great, thank you very much. Thanks for having me, guys. Good, yeah, good, to, have good you. to have you, bro. Just the first question to start off, <clears throat> what does it take to have... Baller's mindset? I'd say um, a lot of commitment, um, being grounded. Obviously, I'm still a young, a young boy in the, in the professional football industry. So How old are you? 21, yeah. 21. Um, so it's important for me to keep a level head. I've still got, you know, I still need to achieve more in my career. I've still got a way to go until hopefully I get to the top. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just keeping that, that, that level head, knowing that I've done, done reasonably well, but there's still more, more for me to do and not getting too far ahead of myself and yeah. realising that I'm not there yet. I've still got a way to go and keeping, a, like I say, a level head. Yeah, wicked. So you was at, um, obviously, AFC, AFC Wimbledon on loan from Leicester. Can you just give us a brief run of the season? Yeah, so obviously I was on loan there from the second half of the season. Obviously the season just gone. Um, I My agent already knew the gaffer, Johnny Jackson, at Wimbledon. Um, they got into contact and then... It was a final day, the deadline day, where I wasn't, I didn't have a move yet. I, yeah. I was looking for a loan. Um, and then Johnny Jackson's contacted my agent and said, look, we'd like the look at Casey. Um, could you try and get him down there? And to be fair, as soon as my agent rang me, I said, yeah, straight away. Because the one, the one thing I needed to do was get out there and play, play league football. football. Yeah. That was the main thing I needed to do. Um, so yeah, he's contacted my agent. My agent rang me and said, look, Casey, you need to get down to, to West London, where it is, to Wimbledon. I said, yeah, sweet, no worries. I'll get myself down there this evening. Jumped in my car, went down there, signed, signed there. Um, and to be fair, there at Wimbledon, like I've got a lot of respect for Wimbledon and, mm. and the gaffer there because I've played, I played, I think it was 18 games, something there, yeah. in the second half of the season, which is quite good, yeah. um, which which is what I needed to play some men's football. How do you football. think like that was for your like your football growth? Yeah, I think it helped massively playing against men week in week out yeah. and playing for the fans and playing for the club. You're not just playing for yourself; you're playing for you know the people who are playing for season <coughs> season tickets and things like that. Yeah. Um, so it's a big, it's a different sort of mindset you have to get yourself into, um, but one that I felt like I did well. Um, and yeah, like I say, I've got a lot of respect for Wimbledon and the gaffer and the players and staff there. So I had a really good time there. No, it looked good for you, bro. Like a good loan move to get yourself out there, like you say. How does it compare to like playing under 23s, under 21s? So you're like obviously at Leicester compared to actually pro football in League yeah. 2 or League 1? Yeah, it's massively different. It's... Uh, you know, PL2, it's obviously you're getting like, a few young lads, a few mix and the, t the team switches around a lot. Mm. You're not playing for like the fans and stuff. It, it's, it's, it's different, but it's a different sort of, it's a different sort of ball game. Like you're, you're trying to platform yourself into getting on a loan in PL2 and things like that. Yeah, yeah. But PL2 is still a good level, but it's a different thing when you step into the league where you're playing against fans. You play, uh, sorry, you're playing against other people who are playing for their families, you're playing for their fans. It's there, like it's there. Like they're playing for themselves and their families and their fans, like I say. So yeah. it's a completely different game, and you're having like, fans calling you every name yeah, in the yeah. book, and 
it's actually real, like you're playing real men's football. Mm. And how do you league. cope, like, you know, and you've got fans effing and blinding, what, mm. how do you deal with that? You just sort of, you just sort of in the zone. Obviously, you know it's going to come, like you see on, it, <coughs> on the TV, like when, you, when you're a young lad, you know play, players getting abuse and stuff. So I think you just sort of, you just sort of switch off from the fans and you're there to do a job for the team and for your teammates. Um, so it's important to block all that out and just focus on what your job is and what the task ahead of you is. And once you do that, you just, all your focus is on the game. You don't really listen to the fans, whatever they're saying and things like yeah. that. So you sort of forget about them even being there, to be honest. Just flipping that, is there any songs that you get sung at Wimbledon or Leicester? Yeah, there was one at Wimbledon. Um, it was, you know, um, what's the song? Living on a Prayer. Yeah, yeah. Casey, man. Like, yeah, it was that one. I thought that, still, that one still rings in my head now. You didn't block that out then? Yeah, I didn't block that one out. You <laughs> was know, that, that motivate you or what? Yeah, definitely. Like, they, they sang that quite a lot, even like, when I first, even when I made a mistake or something, like I think it was when I first came on in my, my debut there uh, against Carlisle. I had like eight minutes. I came on for. I played quite well in the, in the time that I got, and it, like since then I heard him singing it. And I was thinking, surely they're not singing mine. <laughs> Been there five. Mate, it's a mad feeling. It was, it was it's good. A mad feeling. <laughs> it gives you like a sort of buzz to want to play better. Yeah, play better and you know, put the extra yard in yeah, and put course. that tackle in or make the last run. And of course, it makes you want to like fight even more. But it's a great feeling to have people yeah, singing it. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. I bet it is. So like, um, obviously. You went on loan from Leicester. What is like? Um, obviously, you've been at Leicester for a while now. Mm -hmm. so what is like? What is it like in and around Leicester? In and around Leicester, yeah. um, it's it's very professional. It's uh, it's it's different to when I went out on loan. Like it's a different sort of environment. Obviously, back then, obviously, it was in the Premier League, so you're in a Premier League environment. It was very professional, very demanding. Uh, the standards are very high, and you need to conduct yourself properly. If you don't, you're going to get told about it from obviously people higher up. Um, but I think the main thing that's a lot, there's a lot of, lot of respect. Um, me, myself personally, that like, I know that there's people ahead of me who I need to look up to and I need to respect, but also I get the, res the respect reciprocated to myself yeah. as well and the other lads who are <coughs> similar age to me. So, no, it's a good place to be around. Obviously, like you said, I've been there now. I've been there since I was eight and I'm yeah. 21 now. So it's, it's been a big part of my life and the club, it'll always be my boyhood club. No matter where I am, it'll always be the club that I warm to the most. It's gave me so much and so many opportunities. I'll always have that respect and that love for Leicester. So it's been a good place. Is there anybody in the team that like you wanna you model or you model your game sort of off or um, around? It's hard to say really because I'm like I wouldn't say I've got one one main position. Mm. So I like to pick bits from everyone's different like yeah. different parts of their game. So for example, like a standard player, right back, right wing back. Um, Tiedemann was obviously when he was there playing in the centre midfield. I pick different things from their games and obviously seeing them every day, week in, week out training, you do pick up stuff and when you're training alongside and you realise like these guys are like they're not they're not anyone like they're, they're top players. They're, they're top footballers. they're top international footballers yeah. and they have got it, they've done it for years and they've played mm -hmm. hundreds of games. So it's good to do that. Like I say, training alongside them you learn you learn what it takes to be a top pro and a top player, even off the pitch, like in the gym and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Like you see the dedication they are a twenty four seven professional, not just mm -hmm. when they're on the pitch but off the pitch. And that's a big thing to think of as well. It's not just when you're training or you're playing, it's about being that 24 seven professional. And if you, if you, if you do that, you're gonna give yourself the best chance. Yeah. If you're not that 24 seven professional, then you're giving yourself a similar chance of making it to the top. So, so we hear that good. all the time, like people say like these pros, they're at it all the time, mm -hmm. 24 seven. What is, like what, how intense is that training? Like how intense, when you say 24 seven, mm. how full on is it? I think it's obviously on the pitch, you know, it's always going to be high intensity. People are, you know, people are doing their best. People are trying, they're fighting. 
but off the pitch as well, like your gym work, your recovery, your sleep, what you do in your spare time, how you conduct yourself away from the club. Um, so yeah, like I say, it's very demanding, but it's a thing you sort of, I've started to get myself into the, into that routine now where I'm doing everything I can off the pitch as well as on the pitch. Yeah. Cause I've realized now it's not just about what you do on the pitch. Mm. It's the whole, it's the whole model. Everything. If you haven't got everything, you're giving yourself a slimmer chance of making it where you want to make it. Yeah. So you need to make sure you're doing everything right as best as you can be doing off the pitch as well as on the pitch to give yourself the best chance. Yeah. So, so yeah. when does uh, when does preseason start then? So you've been on holiday, you've had your you've had your time away. <laughs> I'm on time away, yeah. I'm on time away. I had that now. Um preseason starts the twenty eighth of June, so not too long, just over yeah. three weeks or something. Couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. Get yourself mentally prepared for it. Yeah. Get myself mentally, physically prepared. Are you ready for that? Yeah, I'm ready for it. I'll, uh, <laughs> I need to do some more runs, um, more ball work and stuff, but now I'll make sure I'm ready for the day when so preseason. What are you expecting when you go into that? So obviously you've done preseason before mm. at Leicester and yeah, other clubs. Yeah, yeah. What are you expecting with this year though? Because obviously Leicester have gone down now. There's mm. a lot of pressure around the whole club in general. Yeah. What are you expecting from like the preseason? I think it'll be I think it'll be ramped up a bit more to be fair. Mm. Now obviously it's not been a, a good season for our for our first team, obviously everyone knows that. But I think now the only thing you can do now really is 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 react from that. There's no point dwelling on last season what's yeah. happened, because that's done now. You can't change what happened in the past. I think pre-season is going to be big for obviously getting your fitness working, but also setting that mindset of we're going back up this year. We're not, Leicester should be in the Premier League. It shouldn't be in the Championship with the players and the things I've achieved over the past few years. I think it's a big thing about bouncing back now and Definitely. getting yourself back up to the Premier League. Definitely. And that starts from day one of pre-season to the end of, of May, really, of next year. So, yeah. Well, sort of like, uh, obviously you're hoping to be in the squad this year. Yeah. What sort of impact are you looking to have on the team yourself? Just uh, just a, a fresh and like some fresh something that the fans have not seen. Obviously, yeah. I've had glimpses of where I've played and stuff, um, but I want to I want to get myself in and play a few more minutes. Yeah. Like you say, now in the champ, it's a better chance for me than it would have been in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, and obviously, the year felt different. It's Saturday, Tuesday. It's very demanding. Yeah, yeah. You get some hard, some tough seat, tough teams. So, yeah, for me, I think I just need to just get myself back fit, um, back fit and strong, and then just showcase what I can do and believe in myself because yeah. I do believe in myself and. If I don't believe in myself, who else is? So exactly. that's what I've got. To, I've got to get back, get back fit and strong, and then see where it can take me. Yeah, wicked man. Mm. That's wicked. Should we have a bit of, bit of a fun? Yeah, we'll all the on. serious out of the way now. Go on. We're <laughs> gonna hit up the um, Instagram questions. Oh, yeah. so we'll do them first, and we'll move on to a few other bits. So a lad called Lewis um, messaged us, and he said, "How was it out on loan?" Um, but knowing the pressure back at the club with like Brendan Rodgers and stuff. Mm, yeah, it was it was tough to be fair because obviously my mind when I was on loan was just focused purely this season on AFC Wimbledon. That yeah, was my yeah. main my main focus. But obviously you, you see results and you see obviously match of the day and things like that and people talking like my mates from the club and it wasn't nice seeing to be fair. Um, so obviously I've got a lot of respect for Brendan Rodgers and his staff. Like he's gave me my debut, he's gave me a lot. So it wasn't nice seeing. Um, but at the same time, I need to make sure that I was, I was ready to do a job where I was. I couldn't yeah. be thinking too much about Leicester Elsewhere, because I yeah. wasn't, I wasn't at Leicester at the time. So, although it was tough, I think I just need to keep grounded on what, I'm, what my job is at, at AFC Wimbledon. So, but yeah, it wasn't nice to see. No, yeah, hundred percent. No. What was he like then? So obviously, when you was at Leicester, gave you your debut and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. How was he one to one? Is he yeah, man a, manager? Or? Yeah, man manager. Honestly, second to none. Like absolutely brilliant. Like I had chats with him uh, several occasions, um, and I, he always said to me, "If you ever got a problem about anything, it doesn't even need to be about football. Yeah. My door's always open to you." And that was that was nice to know that you know the first thing Gaffer Brendan Rodgers, who's a big yeah. name in the game, like. 
I can go and speak to him and I can show how, tell him how I'm feeling and if I've got any problems and stuff. So he was a great man manager and that's what everyone says. Like, if you ask anyone at the club, they'll all say that, the same thing. Um, so him him being like that with me definitely helped me in my, in my confidence and showcasing myself on the pitch as well. So it was good. Yeah. When was it like, um, obviously when you got your debut, your Prem debut mm. and you, you got the FA Cup debut, that was this year, wasn't it? Yeah, this season. So your yeah, Prem debut was like 2021? Yeah, last season, so yeah. When you got that, um, did you know, like coming up to it, you was gonna get your debut? Had it been spoken about, or was it just like KC? That's exactly. Play? Honestly, <laughs> I was on the bench a couple of times before because of a lot. Of, it was a lot of COVID going around. Then there was people getting COVID and players not being able to be on the bench and in the squad. So there was a couple of us young lads who were in, in on the bench uh, a few times. I think it was in the Prem and Europa League at the time. And uh, obviously, it was Newcastle at home. We were, I think we were three, nil, three or four nil up. It's about the 85th and I'm sitting now thinking, all right, I'm just going to just sit here and see the game out. And I, I see the gaffer, Brendan Rodgers, at the time, he turns around and goes, Casey. And I'm thinking, you don't mean me. He's not calling me. Like, <laughs> thinking, what's going on here? And he goes, Casey, come here. So I'm thinking, like, what's going on here? And he says, are right, you going to go on for Madders, like, in the centre mid role? Uh, I want you to do that. I want you to get round Joe Willock. I want you to get round him and try and disrupt play. And I'm thinking... This can't be happening. <laughs> I'm just a lad from Northampton who's yeah, been playing yeah, football yeah. since I was eight. I can't be coming on in the Premier League. This is unbelievable. Um, and my mum was in the stand at the time as well. So, but when, no, when I've come on, like right now, it feels like a blur that it didn't happen. And but it did happen yeah, at, yeah, at the yeah. time. It was it was honestly a dream come true for I me. Me and my family, like you don't think about that. That's ever going to happen. Of but the fact that it did in in a matter of five minutes of him telling me I'm coming on, it was yeah, a dream come true. It's amazing. Yeah, massive. That is sick. <laughs> It's amazing. Um, which academy coach has had the best, I mean, uh, the biggest influence on your career? Um, and that's from R uh, Ross. Is Ross, man. <laughs> is that, I think I know who that is, to be fair. Is it Ross Inns? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah Ross yeah, Inns, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Ross is a good, uh, good guy, to be fair. He was, at, uh, he was at Leicester when I was young. I think he was my 13s coach. But I couldn't, I couldn't really pick pick out one or, or a couple, to be fair. I think everyone's had their own individual like influence on my career. And there's so many to name. I, I'll name a couple. I'll name um, a guy that's been there for a few years, Paul Cheney. Um, he's been there since I was like eight years old and he's still there now. Um, when I was 16, there was a bit of 50-50 whether they was going to give me my scholarship or not. Because at the time I, was, I wasn't as like developed as everyone else. I was still small. I was still really small and skinny. I was still skinny to be fair, but I was small. Um, <laughs> he, he was the one really who like, pushed for me to get my scholarship. Um, so I think for him, to, if he didn't do that, then maybe I wouldn't, the things that I've done now wouldn't have maybe happened. Yeah. Um, so I've got to give him big thanks for that. And he knows I'm grateful for that. And my family are as well. Um, Steve Kirby, my 18s coach, um, he had a big influence in definitely my second year scholar. Yeah. Uh, my first year scholar, I wasn't, I wasn't really playing as much. I was injured, I had a stress fracture in my back. I didn't play any, any that season, but he gave me my chance in, in my second year scholar, um, gave me my first start. Um, it was away at Southampton. And I scored two, so it was a good my first start. It was a good good game, um, and he he taught me quite a lot about you know you, you play, starting to become a, a play against like bigger boys, bigger men. Now you're starting to get into the men's game, and I still keep in contact with Steve, and he's a great guy. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, I'd say them too. But all the academy coaches I've had all over the years, all of them have been, have been great. So yeah. they've all played a big part in their own you way. Said um, that you spent was it you done your back? You spent the season out injured. Mm -hmm. What is like I bet that's Crap, innit? Yeah, it was it was bad because at the time, obviously, I wasn't living at home. I was staying in a host family um, in, where was it? Ayers Monsal Way, Lee Michelle. Um, so it was tough not being at home, 
not playing. So when obviously the boys are going out to yeah. train, you're, you're sitting in the physio and you're doing your rehab. So yeah, yeah. it's see tough. Him out the window. Yeah, literally. <laughs> see him out the window going out to train. You're thinking, for God's sake, I'm here to play football and I'm sat on a physio bed and you know, guys telling me that I've got a stress fracture in my back. It's it's not nice to hear, but I felt like that rehab went quite well. I think I was out for five months, but it could have been a lot a lot longer. And I've known boys who have had two stress fractures and I've only had one touch wood. Um, so I think that rehab went quite well, and yeah, like I said, I've been I've been really injury free since then. So yeah, it's been it was uh, it was tough, but um, an eye opener to see that how much when you are out injured, that how much you do miss the game and yeah. how much you do want to play. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes it can come like you're training every day; it's, it becomes repetitive. But I do think back to when I was injured. I think, hang on a minute, like I was down in the dumps when I was injured. You I'm glad I'm playing play. now. That that's what you want to do. Yeah, so it yeah, it's good to keep that in mind. Of course it is. This one's from our very own Chase. Yeah. Um, how do you keep yourself grounded after finding so much success in your early years? Yeah, like like I said before, it's it's remembering that I've still got a lot to do in the game. You know, I don't want to just if my career ended now, no one would remember me from playing playing football. You know what I mean? I want to make sure that I've played however many games in the league, five hundred games in the league, or whatever it may be. I want to be remembered as oh yeah, Case McAtee played for blah blah blah. He played for Leicester for how many years? You know, he was a good player, he was a great player. Um, so there's still a lot for me to, to achieve in the game and I've had some success, obviously at Forest Green I've had some success, I've obviously made my debut at Leicester which is a massive thing but I know there's still so so much far, further to go and yeah. I know that I've still got more to, to prove in myself, like I still want to achieve more in myself so there's always that, that element of okay I've done well but I still, I've still got a way to go, I'm, I'm not finished yet sort of thing. Obviously I understand every player has aspirations and goals and mm. like where do you, what are yours, like what do you want to... Like by the end of the say it's a long time when mm. you retire. What do you want to like? You can say, look, I've done this. I've played here, and I've yeah. Like, well, my my ultimate goal obviously is is playing however many games for Leicester City <coughs> in the Premier League. That's yeah. my that's my biggest dream. Yeah. Um, and obviously I'll aspire to to get to there. Um, but if things didn't go obviously to plan, things you know, things happen. And in football, I want to make sure that I've played a, a lot of games in the in the football league. Yeah. Obviously, maybe that be in the Champions League one, whatever. Um, but no, my biggest goal is obviously playing, playing in the Premier League. Obviously, yeah. it's the best league in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in a good position for it to, 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 for it to happen now. I can, yeah. I can make that happen. It's in my hands. So yeah. that's what I'm going to aspire to do. And if that happens, then I've, I've, no, I've done well. But yeah. until then, I'll just keep myself keep grounded, keep working hard that's and doing it. what I've been doing and hopefully go to that next level every season. That's so it, that's bro. my plan. Man, I cannot believe this guy is younger than us. Your mindset yeah, and the way you apply yeah, yourself, yeah. Like, them yeah, answers just like bang. You're literally <laughs> so driven to get your goals. Oh, thank you. Like making your Premier League debut is such a massive thing at a young age. Mm -hmm. But then literally for you to then say, I'm not finished here, yeah. going here, here, yeah, right yeah, to the yeah. top. No, definitely, because obviously that's only been like a, it's only been a, a glimpse of what I could have week in, week out. It's yeah. not been, I've played 50 games in the yeah. Premier League, I've, I've done it week in, week out. I've had, I think it was five minutes, for example, I think it was five minutes, but. Felt like 20. You literally felt like 20. Slow I motion. Blowing, honestly, when I got on that pitch, the, the pace of it's crazy, but. But your legs were like that. Yeah, right? my hands were shaking. I couldn't even put my table. Yeah, I saw on a Sunday. Before that moment. How many, like, how many fans had you played in for the most amount of fans before that moment? <sighs> Probably a, about 250, 300. Yeah, crazy. In a PL2 game. And then yeah. just and then jumped straight into Literally, that's what it was like. King Power. It was literally the King Power, like 32,000, I think it was. Like, from going from playing in front of 300 people on a Monday night in PL2. To going into the Premier League, crazy. I was thinking like this is crazy. Like crazy. the stands are full, and crazy. it was it was surreal. But no, a great experience, and one I'll never forget for the rest of my life. Definitely, at least you could still spot your mum out from all those thousands. Literally, yeah, I saw my mum up in the in the uh, <laughs> at the top, and I could see her waving. My auntie was there as well, and my cousin. 
Um, so I was waving to them. They got a few videos and yeah. that. So they'll remember that as I well. I bet it was so proud. Yeah, it was crazy, bro. Yeah. It, was, it was really good. It Unreal. Was. Uh, we'll move on to the next one. This one's actually from Dempsey. He said, what was it like living in digs, especially with characters like Dempsey and OJ? Yeah, to be fair, um, when we first first got my pro deal, we moved into uh, we moved into a house in, in Bronson Town, me, Dempsey and OJ. Mm. Um, at the time, we were still young lads. We were still 18, 19. So you can imagine what goes on. He did say on the DM, so keep it like... <laughs> yeah, well, obviously everyone knows, like young lads, yeah. moving to their own house, you know things like we have, things happen, young, what young lads do. Um, but no, it was, I've known Dempsey and OJ since we was eight seven eight years old yeah. so it was like you're moving in with your mates sort yeah, of thing yeah. who are your teammates as well so that was a big part of, of of sort of being like independent and you know you're cooking your own meals you need to be there you're washing your clothes all that sort of stuff um but no living with them two was uh it was good it was funny at the time um but no yeah good memories made there um and like we say i've known them for ages so yeah, yeah. and we still keep in touch obviously I speak to Dempsey and most days so good lads, yeah. yeah we're good we're all, we're all good mates so no it was a uh Hectic house, but uh, <laughs> a one I won't forget, definitely. Controlled hectic. Yeah, yeah. What's it like living like away from home though? So obviously your you mum and your auntie still back at home. Yeah. And going to just live on your own, it's a bit mad. Yeah, well to be fair, not a lot of people would know this, but I moved away from home when I was 14 oh, okay. to go to, do you know Beecham College? Yeah. yeah. I, um, the, the the football club did a, like a whole project, like program thing where we used to go to school at the okay. same place and train in the afternoon. So I moved away from home when I was 14. That was, very mentally me, like mentally challenging because I'm quite a homely boy. Like I'm yeah. quite a homely guy. Like I live with my mom, I live with my mum and dad. Um, so it was hard to move away from that. Like I got a bit homesick and um, things like that. I'm not too far away. I'm only in Northampton, but being in someone else's household is very it's very mentally like hard, and you need to get used to how they live and things yeah. like that. Yeah. And I was there from 14 till I was 18, just when the COVID struck. Um, that's still a long time yeah it was it's a long, long time, time but I still keep in touch with them two people I live with Liam Michelle like I still, they still come to my games I still ring them most days well, it's like second family I guess, literally honestly I could, yeah. yeah the way our relationship is now like I could go around there this afternoon have a cup of tea with them have a chat with them and talk to them about anything like yeah, yeah. they're like my second family now I see them as sort of family sort of thing whereas back then I thought these are two strangers I don't know like I'm moving into their house by myself mm. it was tough but now like I say they're like family to me so that's been a really good relationship yeah, that's nice yeah. Is there anything like um, that you look back on and you like regret? Any any regrets or? I think yeah, I think there's always regrets you have in, in football. Um, I feel like I could have like I could have done more when I was I was maybe a bit younger when I was coming through like when I was 16 and things like that. But I feel like where I am now, I feel like everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing I keep in mind that yeah, I could have done different things and made better choices. But at the same time, I need to remember that I have had some success as well. So it's about balancing the positives and negatives, course, I think, and making sure that I don't get too down too down on the downs in my career and not too high on the ups in my career and keeping that, that level mm. that level playing field sort of thing. So there is regrets, but things that, like I say, everything happens for a reason. Of course it does. Thousand percent. Um, just like going on to the upcoming season, obviously you're going to be in the championship playing with Leicester. Is there anything you'd like, you'd want to say on behalf of yourself towards them or... Like who's that towards? Sorry, who like to obviously the upcoming season you've got mm -hmm. championship. Okay, so anything you want to say towards the Leicester fans or like? Yeah, just obviously I'll see about, you soon. Yeah, hopefully I'll see you soon. Yeah, I mean obviously my my goal of the season is obviously to play in the obviously get as many minutes in the champ. But if that's not the case, then obviously alone or something maybe. Obviously I've been alone a couple of times now. But my main thing is my focus is being at Leicester. Like yeah. it's, it's my club. Like it's, it's where I'm signed to. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, yeah, hopefully I'll see all the fans soon and 
get some get some success. That's what the main thing is about this season. The season coming up is bouncing straight back up. That's Come that's up. that's the main target because Leicester, like I say, shouldn't be in the. I think it's the perfect, the, Premier League. the perfect moment for you would be now to make your mm. impact. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be perfect. <coughs> You've made your Premier League debut. You've played in the FA Cup. And then it's the championship, a new challenge. Mm. It's, it's the same challenge, but a new challenge. Yeah. So it's like, right, come and just mm. showcase yourself to the fans. Mm -hmm. And then it's ready to go, get back up. And it's Premier League football and yeah. go again. That's it, man. We'll break away from that. We're going to go into your 20, FIFA 23 stats. Oh, God. Okay. You're on FIFA 23. Okay, Obviously, yeah, yeah, go on. we ain't had a guess that's on FIFA okay, yet. So we're yeah. going to jump into that. Yeah, go on, Have you yeah. played on FIFA? We sell, I, I'm not the same as most lads. I get the FIFA. Mode, yeah, literally. Yeah, myself tonight, high. The thing is with me, I get FIFA. It's like every year, I, I, I play on my team. I do it for a few months and, and I start bored. to drift away from it and then I leave. I'm not playing it for months. That's what happens to me every year. So I don't think this season I'm going to buy it. I'll play it on my mates. Such a waste of time, isn't it? Honestly, honestly, such a waste of time. But yeah, I feel like I do young lads dirty as well. Just chuck them in low, no face on the car. I don't think I had a face this year. I yeah. hope I've got one next year. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it is what it is. How does that work? Do they take a photo of you individually or do they just they take come, one from like... I'm pretty sure. Don't they come to like the training ground? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scan of, yeah they've got a, a scan of everything. They've got a scanner thing. Um, obviously, they do all the first team players. So hopefully this, this year I'll get the uh, I'll get the nod in case you're up and <laughs> yeah. I'll get a little scan of my face and stuff. So yeah, that'll be good. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's just so, that little extra in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being yeah. a pro footballer. Yeah. yeah. I'll definitely sign you on pro clubs. So yeah. Um, so we're going to jump into your overall. Do you know your stats and everything? I don't know. I, I've seen it briefly, but I couldn't tell you off yeah. the top of my head. To be honest, we're just doing this to try and see if it's a true reflection. Yeah. Because yeah. we see like the big players like De Bruyne and that. Mm. They give him mad stats yeah, like yeah, 90 yeah. passing. Yeah, like, he's yeah. good at passing. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know. He probably, does, probably, yeah. he probably does add up to me. Yeah, he does. Maybe even 91 or two. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, so in terms of this, it was saying like your best stats were like acceleration and sprint speed being 78 and 77. Would you say that's your best attribute? I'd say, yeah, I'd say my speed is, is like, I've got long legs, like, <laughs> over the years I've, I've increased my speed and stuff. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'd say that's probably one of my biggest, my biggest attributes, to be fair. Um, what was it again? 77 and 77? 77. sprint speed and then mm. 78 acceleration. Yeah, it could go up a little bit more. Could <laughs> be in the 80s. I'll be right with the 80s. But being a bit uh, stubborn there, isn't it? They're mocking right. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, being centre mid, obviously, vision's quite an important um, yeah. stat. Saying 57. Again, because yeah. you're a young player, they're not really giving high ratings yeah, out. To be fair, like I played like last season where, where I made my debut and stuff like that. I was playing a lot in wing back, like left wing back, right wing back. Um, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, like I've not really got one position where I'm stuck right. to. I can play in a, in a number of positions. Versatile, yeah, that's what I think. Um, when I was time for, when I was at Wimbledon, that's what they said they liked about me: my versatility, where mm -hmm. I can mm -hmm. I can play in a few positions. So yeah. that's quite a, a big thing about my game is I can fill in wherever really. So what's your uh, what footed are you right? Or right footed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose it says, quite. Uh, it says your weak foot is free star. Out of five. That's all right. It's pretty good it's not, going. It's, not, it's more that than half. Pretty pretty I'll take half. that. Yeah, 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 it's all right. It's yeah, that's much. as well as um, skill moves, Scotty. Oh, no. Silky ones. <laughs> I'm, not really, I'm not really a tech man <laughs> like that. I'm more, I'm more of a runner, to be fair, but no, I've got a little bit. We'll see. We'll yeah, see take it. <laughs> when you were saying like versatile with the positions, I suppose that spans back to academy days playing everywhere. Literally, like when we were younger, like you didn't have a certain position. Like one, one week I'll be playing left wing, then I'll be playing centre half, then you're in centre mid. So you do pick up all different, like, aspects from different positions sort of yeah. thing um, and that's obviously that's helped me out in my later career but you never really think about that at the time you think oh I want to be playing centre yeah. mid why am I not playing centre mid but yeah, yeah. now you think about the bigger picture and you think back to it you think oh that, that's why because I can now I know how that job Appreciate works I know how that job works and, and you not everybody positions. can play 
Mm. Not everybody is versatile, so yeah. being a player that is versatile mm -hmm. does help. Definitely, it like help. it can get you like ten more games in the, in, yeah, in the season. Exactly. For example, if someone's exactly. injured, you're filling in there. You're like playing you go there. left back, Casey. Exactly, yeah, yeah, right yeah. back still, Casey. You go right back. Exactly that, and yeah, you appreciate like what the position is more yeah. and stuff because you've you, you've played there and you you know how to play there. And if you've seen someone else play, you know that it's not as easy as doing doing it like to A to B. There's different yeah. parts of the game that you don't, that you know because you've played their sort of thing, so you appreciate it more. So you know when you made your Premier League debut, it was against Newcastle? Yeah. What was it like playing against like a Joe Willett? To, like to me, you know as a watcher, mm. when I watch football, like Joe Willett's a good footballer. Yeah. But then you compare Willock to, let's say, KDB, mm. complete different. Game. Yeah, yeah. What, what was it like playing against someone like Willock? Yeah, or I think Saint Maximan or yeah, something like that. It's uh, I'll tell you, they 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 look small. No, they look how they, oh my God, they look small on the TV because when you're standing next to them, you think these are these are men. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I think he got the ball once, and I've tried to get near him. He's just took one touch. He's just gone straight past me. I'm yeah, thinking, yeah. I'm so off it here. Like, <laughs> it's a different level, and that makes you. It's scary to think how like. Like good, like you say, like De Bruyne and that, yeah. that them, them people are because, like Joe Willis, no doubtably a good player. And he's playing in the Premier League and he's a he's an established pro now. But it must it makes you realise how good these top top pros must oh, be yeah. and oh, the level yeah. you must need to be at to be yeah. at the top of the game. And it just goes yeah. up and up and up and up. Yeah, definitely. Like there's there's so many levels. Like Joe Willick, there's a Joe Willick and then there's De Bruyne, like you say. And how it's do you crazy. get to them levels? Like how would you get to them levels? I think obviously Joe Willick's a good example. Like he's, he's he was at Arsenal's academy and. He's played, obviously, yeah, for Arsenal in their academy, in their youth setup. So, I think it's just about doing everything I can day in, day out, and trying to pick up everything, things every day, and learn every day, getting my experience, getting the games in, and hopefully by then, like, I'm starting to better myself because your, your knowledge of the game is getting yeah, better. Yeah. You're, you're playing against men week in, week out. Yeah. You're playing at a good, a good level. So, I feel like for me, I just need to keep doing that. Um, and yeah, like I say, I feel like I've. From being at Wimbledon and Forest Green, being on loan, I've learned a lot from there. Mm. A lot that I I'm much more than I thought I would have learned. So, yeah, it's definitely good to keep that in mind. It's yeah, perseverance. Yeah, perseverance. yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. Last one we're gonna do. <coughs> Shot power sixty one. Do you remember your first senior goal? Was it a bullet or? Yeah, I do. To be fair, it was Salford. It was the season just gone. It was Salford. Uh, Salford at home. Of it's it's ricocheted off. I struggled to the shot. It's ricocheted up. I took it down on my chest and then I volleyed it from just outside the box, bottom left and. Yeah, like I said, that was my first senior goal, and that was that feeling was it was similar to the the, the my debut feeling. It was like a I've scored my first senior goal in a, in a professional game. Like mm. I'll never forget that moment as well, um, and it was quite a good finish as well. So yeah, it was a good thing to uh, good thing to do. You scored many after that. No, I've, that's my only senior goal. Obviously, I've scored goals in like the 23s level, but that's my only senior goal um, in the, in the leagues. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, I can kick on from that and get a few more. Yeah, maybe this season coming up or next season or whatever. Definitely. So yeah. I feel like championship's going to be your time. Mm -hmm. I feel like championship, you know what I mean? You've made your prem, you made your debut. I feel like championship will be your mm -hmm. breakthrough. Your breakthrough, Leicester go back up, mm -hmm. born Premier League football. Yeah, that's, I mean. that's, that's the aim. I mean, this season for me now is a big season that's coming up. I think it's my time now where Definitely. I'm not too not too much of a young lad, but I'm, I'm not like getting on in my career. Yeah. I'm still... In 21 in football years is still young. Yeah, he's still, still young, young. But I think it's a time for me now to try and... To kick on and start making a name more for myself and playing in the league and like you say in the champ, start that's my biggest aim. Tearing it up, yeah. Start tearing it up, exactly. And that's a platform. If I do do, that's a platform for me to say, okay, like I've done it in the champ. Of course. Other clubs are, are sniffing around. Whatever. Hopefully, we'll be back in the Premier League, and that could be my 
my jump from where I need what I needed to yeah. be playing in the Premier League. Yeah. Because you never know what can happen. Yeah, of course you don't. You I'm know. excited for you, mate. That's yeah, not I even am. yours. I am. It's yeah, not yours, but I'm so excited. I'm hoping that you this season because I'll be watching along. I'm hoping this season that you get a breakthrough and yeah. whoever the manager that comes in and he gives you the, the opportunity and mm. he gives you, right, Casey, look, you're playing today and it's not just one week you're playing. Yeah. You play 60 just, minutes yeah. and then it's like next week, it's a full 90 yeah, yeah, and, it's yeah. like, and we get to see what Casey McAteer is like mm. a player. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I'm looking forward to it and hopefully you get that opportunity yeah. and you can... Yeah, on that note there, like when you say with a new manager coming in, I think it's a lot of it's down, it's down to me because if I'm not... If I'm not showing, showcasing what I can do in training and stuff, I can't expect him to be playing me yeah. on a Saturday yeah, or yeah, Tuesday sure. or whatever. But I need to make sure that I'm giving him. I need to make sure I'm giving him. Thinking like, who's that lad that asked yeah, Casey? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I like the look of him yeah. from day one. Really, from when he, from whenever I first trained with the first team or whatever. Like, I need to make sure he's looking at me and thinking like, he looks fit, he looks strong. Like, yeah. I like the look of him. And that can be like the the best thing that happens for me like this season coming. So I need that's, to make sure that I'm flying. Really, that's the right mindset mm -hmm. to have. Trying to go move forward. It's yeah. about <clears throat> you just wanting to constantly be better, mm -hmm. wanting to outshine the best player in the team. Yeah. You want to, you've got to be better than him. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. It's like just in time. Do you know what I mean? Perseverance. Mm -hmm. and yeah, absolutely. Going back to like your loan spells now. Like you said, appreciating the times you've had. So mm -hmm. Forest Green and Wimbledon giving you them opportunities yeah. to play in the EFL. Like now, using that as your advantage going into the championship season. Mm. Like again, you must appreciate them times massively now. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a very good uh, thing for me to have done. Has gone on loan because um, you, like you say, you're playing. Like I say before, you're playing against men. You're playing for the fans. You're playing for your teammates, um, and you start picking up bits that you need to do and things that happen in all games of football, no matter what level you're playing at. Um, obviously, like being hard to beat, hard to play against, being loud, being vocal. Um, I remember on the pitch. I'd say I am more now. Now I've been out on loan, and I've realised you have to. When you step over that white line, you're not. I'm not the person I am off the pitch. Yeah. On the pitch, I'm a completely different person. Like yeah. you, you could think I'm the worst person in the world on the yeah, pitch, but yeah. off the pitch, I'm myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as soon as I step across that white line, now I realise that I'm. I'm here to do a job. I'm here to win. Win a game mm -hmm. of football. I'm not here to make friends with the opposition. Yeah, like yeah. at that 90 minutes, like you, you back, I'm, I sort of think like you go to they're war. my worst enemy. I'm going to war with them. They're not my mates. No matter who they are, no matter if I know them off the pitch. Um, so it's good to, to remember that, but off the pitch, it's, it's good to remember to be respectful and be a nice person. That's, Definitely. That's what I try and be. Definitely. Definitely. Wicked. Should we play this little game? Yeah, we've got a little game for you. Have you, yeah? Yeah, we've got a little game for you. Okay. Um, so, go on, you. Shall I do it? Yeah, so basically, like, we'll call it like the one word game. So we're going to give you like either a person, a place. You've probably seen it on like, yeah, social like, media. Yeah, we'll probably I might have done. Like, we'll yeah, give you yeah. a scenario and you've got to give us your first answer straight away off the bat. We'll come back after we've done the whole list few talking yeah. points. All right. Okay. We'll start with Premier League debut. One word. Newcastle. <laughs> Dempsey Ollett John. Crazy. <laughs> James Madison. Techie. Signing your pro contract. Unbelievable. Johnny Jackson. Legend. Casey McAteer. Hungry. Good answer. I love that. Yeah. So we'll go back to like Dempsey. Obviously you talk about your academy days. You've known him since you were eight years old. Yeah. Crazy guy. Was there a few of them characters around the training ground, obviously growing up all together? Yeah, obviously I've known Dempsey for years now, and he's not, <laughs> he's, he's, he's sort of toned down a little bit now. When we were younger, like this yeah. guy, like, he would always be 24 7 bouncing around, loud, confident. He was thinking, Jesus, Dempsey, like, like, you know I mean? like, <laughs> he's the boy. All the time, like, when we were living together, like, it'd be, it'd be late at night, and I'd be getting, like, a bit of sleep and that, and he'd be in his room blasting music. I'd text him saying, Turn the music down, like <laughs> trying to go to sleep, mate. Oh, sorry, mate, sorry, mate. But no, Dempsey's a great guy, like, he's one of my best mates, so yeah, yeah he's a good guy. Do you still keep in touch with a lot of the Leicester lads from the young young years? Or? Um, I've still got there's probably like four or five of us. There's, there's me, there's Demps, there's OJ, Adam Levers, Johnson, T 
to bang. There's probably five of us, five, six of us sort of thing. But <coughs> a lot of us go, it's what happens in football. A lot of people go in their own separate directions yeah. and stuff. But if I saw the people that I, I knew, I'd always speak to them. Or like, I text them now and again and stuff. Or if I see them out, whatever, so I'll still speak to them. And it's good memories that we've all made together. And we're all, we all still support each other and stuff like that. So I wouldn't say we're all, we're all, Bezzy mates, but yeah. I'd say there's like I say five of us that are still keep still keeping good touch. Yeah, that's good, man. You say like Madison. You said he's techie. Like, what sets him apart? It's <coughs> like when you're training with him and like this guy, like you get the ball, he'll drop his shoulder, he'll go past two players, like he'll put one in the top corner, left foot, right foot, and you're <laughs> thinking this guy is unbelievable. Like, <laughs> but even though he's a great player on the pitch, he's a great guy as well. Like, because yeah. at the end of the day, he's a, he's a boy from Coventry who's now playing at the top level like he's no different from young lads who have come through the academy system he's still like he's still a young lad sort of thing that like, I mean you can still talk to him and yeah. he'll still give you advice of what he went through and stuff um, but no on the pitch honestly this guy is, is so good he's, they love their golf down there don't they in the darts and that yeah they love the golf they had um they've got a dartboard down at the, at the training ground I mm. think um Gerwin Price and uh, I can't remember the guy's name yeah two of them went down didn't they? they went down they had a game of darts um Madders Luke and then them two but yeah, they love the darts, love their golf as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so my mate from uh, Loughborough, Harry, he, um, do you know Harry? Harry Shields, that tall one. <laughs> anyway, he's a pro <laughs> golfer. He does yeah. golf lessons down at Rothley. Yeah, so yeah. So he does yeah. like Luke, I Kieran, did, yeah. and then Madders was texting as well. Mm. So yeah, they just love their golf. They love it. And I love what about it. you? Are you any other sports? Out of yeah, football? to be fair, I do play a little bit of golf. My dad's a big golf. My dad's he's at golf today, to be fair. A great day for it. Um, <laughs> but I do play a little bit of golf. Um, I play a lot with OJ. Um, but no, I need to get back into it to be fair because it's starting to become the weather for it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. when you like pre-season, what do you like? How do you like on your off time from football? Not necessarily pre-season. On your off time, how do you like sort of wind down and relax? So obviously you can't go out full on drinking beer. No, no, no. I'd say, I wouldn't say like I'm a big drinker. Obviously, I've been on holiday with my mates and stuff for five days. But for me now, that's enough. I've had my downtime. I've been able to just be a normal guy for once. You know what I mean? I've been able to let my hair down, have a good time. But now I'm back, I'm sort of back into the mindset, okay, right, I'm back now, <clears throat> the holiday stuff's over. Um, but really for me, winding down is just being at home with my family. Like, I'm quite a family orientated person. Like, I'm close to my mum, close to my dad. Um, and they've been with me every step of the way from my career and they give me advice, my dad gives me advice. Because yeah. at the end of the day, my dad's, that's probably the first person who's taught me about football. Yeah. And I'll always forget, no matter what I do in my, in my career, wherever my career may take me, I'll always remember my dad is the first person to teach me the game. And to this day, he's, he's probably the best coach I've had because yeah. he's taught me everything I've really known. And he'll tell you the stuff that you don't want to hear. And, and that's exactly how he is. He'll tell me, he won't, if I have a bad game, he'll say to me, he'll ring me after the game and say, how do you think today went? I'll go, I didn't think it went too bad. And he'll say, he'll tell me that, he'll say, he'll, he'll say oh, you were crap today. That was I'm not going to lie to you. Like, you. You were awful <laughs> today. Like, yeah, I remember Why did you do this? Why did you do that? But I'd rather him be like that and be like, oh yeah, you was good even though I weren't good. I'd rather him tell me straight and he'll yeah. tell me straight. And if I was good, he'll tell me I was good. So there's a good balance to that. It's the best way to improve though, that is, because mm -hmm. then you know, especially coming from someone you love, yeah. it comes, it only comes from a good place. Mm. It doesn't come from a no, bad no, place. No, 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 definitely from a good not. Place. At the yeah. time you're like, oh, but Burning at, at least time, you yeah. know. At least I know, no, I remember when I was young, I was like 13 or 12 or something. <laughs> yeah, check this. I must have scored like a hat trick one time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gas thinking, gas and that, gone to my dad. Oh yeah, I played sick. My dad just crucified me, bro. Yeah. He crucified me. He's like, he might score three, but you didn't pass. Yeah. You didn't do this. Yeah, you yeah. didn't do this. And I thought, yeah. do you know what I mean? Your heart just like... I think with parents as well, like, 
my dad always says like when he watches a game of football, he doesn't <coughs> watch the game. He just watches me. So yeah. he's going to pick every bit yeah. of fault. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he says sometimes like he might be picking too much because he's thinking, why did I do that? Why didn't I make that run? Yeah. But he said, that's because I'm just directly looking at you. I'm just yeah. watching you. Um, but no, he he's like, he's a good, he's a good mentor for me. And like I say, he's been there from, from since I could ever kick a ball. So I'll always listen to what he's got to say and respect his opinion. 100%. And Love that. Definitely Is there anyone uh, like in world football that you base, you try and model your game around? Um, I wouldn't say there's a specific person. I'd, I'd like to say I take a bit from every, everyone's game. Like I say, I'm not stuck to one position. So, for example, Trent's a good one because he can play right back, he can play midfield, and he's technical, and he can he can run, he can move. So I'd say I'd say Trent's a good a good a good thing to uh, base my game off. To be fair, and obviously he's gone on leaps and bounds from yeah. being in the academy at Liverpool. So that's someone I definitely aspire to be like yeah. in the future. That's wicked, man. Going on to, there's one actually we missed to be fair, it was King Power Stadium, obviously thinking about your debut and stuff, playing there, how mm. was that? Yeah, it was good, it was uh, it was good because obviously I've been I've been to the stadium before, I've been to games, I've been a guy in the stand, you yeah. know, I've been the fan. Mate, I've I, literally, I've been, you know, when they won the league, I was there every game and stuff, like the Champions League, I've watched games. Um, so I've to actually play on the pitch yeah. in front of all the fans was, it was like, wow, I'm actually, I'm not a player on the pitch now. I'm not the yeah. fan sitting in the stand anymore. Yeah. I'm not the boy sitting in the stand. I'm actually the guy on the pitch. Yeah. Um, and obviously I played, I played there twice last season um, in the Premier League and then in the FA Cup against Watford. So it was, it was, uh, it was surreal to be on there. But like I say before, when you've, when you've been on, when you're playing on the pitch, you're not thinking about your surroundings, you're just thinking about the game and the task ahead. You, you forget you about it. sort of block it out, but you yeah, block yeah. it out. You, ha you have to, I think, yeah. you can't. So if you're thinking about what the fans are thinking, and what yeah, the fans are saying, game. you're not gonna, you're not gonna. You've missed your by then. Literally, yeah, the guys <laughs> run off you. Think about what the fans are thinking. Yeah. Like that's a big thing as well. Like you can't. I don't read too much into what people have to say. Like everyone will have their positives and negatives, um, but it's good to like. I don't really look that much into social media because I think everyone's gonna have their opinion. As long as I know that if I'm doing my job, what the gaffer wants or whoever I'm, I'm playing for, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. That's it doesn't matter whatever matters. people have to that's say. All that matters. They're watching from afar, do you know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah exactly. for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I played? I played at the King Power Stadium when I was younger. Yeah, you know, did them end of season like tournament things. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I played I've seen them. All, you know? Yeah. I was, it was six aside. My mum took me down, yeah. <laughs> and obviously I was playing my team and that. And when I was looking, I robbed a bit of grass, put it in my sock. Did you? Yeah. Got home with that. that. <laughs> buzzing. <laughs> Absolutely buzzing with yeah, that. I was yeah, buzzing. Yeah, I got brilliant. home with that. Mum, look what I got. She's like, what are you doing? It's <laughs> bit grass. Of grass. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but uh, yeah. We'll um, move on to, we'll do Johnny Jackson quickly. Yeah. Yeah, Johnny Jackson, obviously your manager down at mm. Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously giving you the opportunity to come and play. Mm. Again, you're saying how like Brendan Rodgers, good man manager. Yeah. Do you see like any differences or similarities? Or? Yeah, there's definitely differences, obviously. And no disrespect to Johnny Jackson, he's no a great course. guy. Um, but obviously there's a difference between Brendan Rodgers and Johnny Jackson. It's a different mindset. Just how they work. Yeah, it's how they present like everything. Like obviously playing in the Premier League at the top level and there's more, there's more tactics, there's more things you go through before games, there's more pressure on you sort of thing. But... On the other hand, with Johnny Jackson, like, I felt like, as though, although he was my, my, my manager, he was like, he's an ex-player, he's played, I think he played for Charlton, played for a few clubs. Um, but he was a guy that I could have, a, I could, like Brendan Rodgers was, like, I could have a normal conversation with him. I could tell him how I was feeling. I had, when I first came, I spent the first couple of games on the bench. And I gave him a text, I said, hi, oh, Gaffer, um, just wondering, like, I feel like I, I, I want to be playing, like, what do I need to be doing in order to be playing? He said, um, you know, you're doing really well in training, we're really impressed with you, just keep doing what you're doing yeah, yeah. and you get your chance. And he stuck to his word. He did give me my chance. And since I got into the team, I didn't come out of the team. So yeah. he was an honest guy with me. Um, and I was gonna say him and his staff, Terry Skibbert and his assistant, Rob Tuvey, they've all gave me my, my opportunity in the team to play and showcase myself. 
Um, but now Wimbledon is a club like I love that club like to play <laughs> and hear my name being sung by the fans. Yeah, it's it's, it's brilliant. It's unreal feeling. Obviously, to score my first senior goal there as well. Um, I'd always have a soft spot for them, definitely. It's part of your story now, sir. Yeah, yeah, so. absolutely. Okay. You know, like, to any youth coming up through the ranks, have you got any, like, advice or a bit of knowledge you just... Yeah, I'd just say to, like, the lads who are coming through, just enjoy yourself. That's the main thing, like, ever, ever since I was coming through the academy, I've always loved playing football. As long as you love playing football and you're doing everything the coaches are telling them to do, you know, my dad still goes on to me today, says, oh, I remember them, them stretching sheets you used to get when you were younger, you didn't do, but you wish you did them now, thinking, yeah, because I'm stiff as hell and I'm doing a bit of tramp, things are going, but no, um, I'll just say, listen to every bit of advice everyone's given you, because they're not telling you for no reason, they've, they've had lads year after year after year and they've told them the same thing and some of them lads have gone on to play in the Premier League, you know, Hamza, Barnsley, yeah. and Lou, for example. So they know what they're talking about. They're not just saying it for the sake of they've they've been there, they've done it. So I'd say listen to what they're telling you, enjoy yourself, and every time you you're playing football at the club or whatever, where you play, wherever you're playing, make sure you're giving 100 percent and trying to showcase yourself. Because yeah. every day you do that, you're only going to be getting better and bettering yourself. So that's the thing I'd say to them. You're sick of talking. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're Thank sick you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Get him on this sofa. <laughs> Presenter. Have a little swap. <laughs> well, so we'll move on to the last one. So Casey, I said Casey McAtee said hungry. Like that, yeah. again, we just keep going on about it. Like your yeah. attitude, mindset, mm. it's just absolutely, for a 21 year old, yeah. it's good. Would you say you had that from a young age? Were you like your dad drilling it into you? Or have you picked little bits up from like Forest Green? Yeah, I've picked it up everywhere to be fair. Like I say, yeah, my, my dad's definitely kept me grounded. He's definitely said, you've got a long way to go. You've not done anything in the game yet, which I've not really done like. Um, and obviously going out on loan to Forest Green. When I went to Forest Green, I thought I'd go in I'd play. At the time when I went on loan there, they were top of the league, league two, like 13 points clear. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to go there, I'm going to get my chance, I'm going to play, I'm going to score, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. But it was sort of, sort, it didn't backfire on me as such, but I didn't play as much as I wanted to play, minutes-wise and being on the pitch. But off the pitch, you do realise that, like, going to win a league title is takes so much commitment and, like, there's pressure and things like that. So I think I learned a lot from that by learning what it takes to win and what it takes to, to win a league title at the end of the day, that's what we did at the end of the season. So mm -hmm. that was definitely a, a good part of my career. So I'm glad I went there and experienced that. Yeah. Definitely. That was a good mention, to be fair. So when Leicester won the Premier League, where was you around that time? I'll I was um, under 14 at the time. Under 14? I was, I was, was ball, ball boy. boy. I was ball boy back then, yeah. yeah. I used to uh, I sit behind the cop or the East Ham, one of them. I, we usually just get the best, try and get the best seats where you get the most of the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I used to be ball boy every week at the home games. And obviously when they won the league, it was crazy. But now, like, think about to then, like, where I'm looking at, like, lights of Vards and that playing, when I'm sitting out on my little stool watching the ball, and then I'm playing with him, like, I'm starting with him in the FA Cup. Yeah, mad, really mad. And I'm talking to him like he's, <laughs> mad. Like, he's one of my teammates now. Yeah, I'm talking what is, to him. like, do you know, like, as an outsider, I look at Jamie Vardy and I just think, if he weren't, like, obviously he's a footballer, but I think, like, do you know, if he went, I don't know how, like, he just seems like a proper normal, normal Red Bull. Geezer, drinking yeah. Red Bull, smokes 20 a day. <laughs> you know I mean, he just seems yeah. like a proper yeah. normal geezer. What is he like? Yeah, I'd say uh, off the pitch, like you say, he's a normal guy. Like He's just a normal guy. If you didn't know who he was, you'd think, oh, he's just a normal guy. It's the way he protects himself. He has a joke. He has a laugh. He's don't take himself too seriously. But like you say, on the pitch... He's achieved so much. He's scored 100 odd goals in the Premier League, coming from non-league. Like his story is honest. Like it's remarkable it's what he's one done. One in literally, it's what crazy. Is he like, obviously, he's getting on now. He's like 37. Yeah. Is he? Is his training and his thing? He's still as intense as it was. Yeah, definitely. Like a mindset point of view, like he won't. 
in training when I when I've trained with him, he won't like be any different to how he was, I reckon, when he was like like ten years ago yeah. like, when they won the Premier League or whatever. Mm-hmm. His mindset is still he wants to be the best, he wants to score goals, he's making the runs, he's putting in tackles, he's defending as best as he can. Yeah. So I think on the pitch he's still that 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 player who's who's won all, everything he's won and the mindset he's had all along all the years. But then off the pitch, I think like he's just a normal guy. Like you can speak to him and he'll have a laugh with you and that, and he'll banter you about and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. it's good to have that balance, I think, and know that balance he is just a normal person as well. Yeah. Regarding like what he's done in the game as well. So yeah, it's good. Got a quick question: Like, who's the best? Like the best footballer you played against? Against. Against. What? Just like okay. Um, against. I'd have to say Jude Bellingham. Like ever since we was young, like we've played. I've played with him against him like since. We were like eight, nine years old, and he was always small. He's always, he's a bit like my stature when we were young, like small, skinny. And now to see him, how big he is and how powerful he Real is, Madrid he's now, going to Real Madrid. Like, but he, I always knew from we, everyone always knew from the day we always play with each other against each other. Like, he was technically unreal, like Ball on the ball, verbal, like you know, on the ball, doing all of his things. And I just thought, like, as soon as he starts to go like that. He's gonna to go to the top and now look yeah. at him, but no, he was yeah one of the Special. best played against. I seen a thing the other day. It said like Birmingham age seventeen, Real Madrid age nineteen. Crazy, ain't it? Crazy, and Crazy. then Odegaard, God, Real Madrid at fifteen. Oh yeah, <laughs> level disaster again, ain't it? Jesus Christ, <laughs> honestly. Uh, what did you say? Did you say <laughs> f- and played with, played with, yeah, yeah. Probably played with. Um. Obviously, you train with like the likes of you know Madison, Vardy, but in terms of actually playing a game, playing whether that was your debut or even down at Wimbledon. Yeah, um, so that's a hard question. To be fair, um, I'd probably say playing in week in week out. Uh, in terms of goals and like getting on the score sheet things like that and big moments, I'd say a guy called Ali Alhamidi at Wimbledon. Oh, okay, because um, he's just he's not. And Ali knows he's not the he's most... He's not the one that was at Villa, right? No, 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 no. no, no. no. Okay. He's not the most like technical player. And he knows this. I'll tell him this. I'll, I'll tell him this later. But he's <laughs> he's just... An, he's, his mindset and his, his, his goal... He can sniff a goal from anywhere. Yeah. Like, I think he joined him at Wimbledon in January and he scored like... Striker, yeah. Yeah. But his, his mindset and his, his eye for a goal and his movement and his work rate, like... And knowing he's, he's, he's only 21, he's only my age... He was, at, he was at Wickham. I knew of him, but I never knew him. But now I know him on a personal basis. Mm-hmm. Like, in terms of goals, he's probably the one I thought, wow, like, he can go to the next level. And he's had interest from multiple clubs just from yeah. being like, a goal scorer at Wimbledon. Like, he can put you on the platform. Even playing in League Two, scoring all these goals. He can now go into leaps and bounds and go on in his career. So I'd say I'd say he's probably one of the best I've played with in terms of goals and I for sniffing out goals and assists, definitely. Yeah. Wicked. The last one we'll do then to wrap it up. Most recognised baller in the phone book. In the phone book, in my phone book. So literally your phone book, who's the most recognised baller? <sighs> probably, you know, Carly Tricklemaker? One at Chelsea, because right, yeah, I've, yeah. I've known I've known them for years. All, we were all Northampton boys. Me, Caleb, his brother, and Carney. Yeah. We was all at the same uh, like little under six teams and seven yeah, teams. Yeah, yeah. So I rate so much. He's people. unbelievable. I saw him. I saw him last week, and I think from when we was younger, he was all. It's like, I keep saying this. Like everyone was so small in that, and now he's just like this. Shoot. I'm sort of waiting for myself to go. Like this. I'm thinking, come on, I need, <laughs> Most to, need to get out of the gym. Going wrong, I like, never do. You know what I mean? I went gym today. Honestly. Give me two weeks. I'll be wham. <laughs> Literally, like, yeah, I'll probably say him, and he's done. He's done brilliant. Like, obviously, he was at he was at Northampton. 
went to Villa and obviously he got his big move to Chelsea yeah. and now he's I rate him so yeah much. he's a good player he just, I think he just needs more more minutes and stuff and he'll show what he's capable because I know what he can do yeah, people know what he can do but it's just him actually getting the chance to do it and mm. doing it on a regular basis but I'm sure he will he's a top player That's yeah, it. Top imagine, player. imagine like two brothers in the same family as well sick yeah both sick. balling out sick. Literally. it's like Gary Neville and Phil Neville yeah 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 <laughs> there's been a few in there but yeah, yeah. Anton Rio Anton Rio yeah yeah imagine. a few of them but yeah, you got any brothers and sisters that play or? No, I've got a sister, but she's uh she does her own Not football. Older sister, no. She just stays pretty in the background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'll give her a mention, she'll be happy with that. Wicked. Should we wrap up there? Yeah, we'll wrap Lovely. it up. Um, Thank you very much. I'll just say quickly before we wrap it up, what an episode. It's yeah, been man. so good to have you, Thank bro. You. Sick, man. Pleasure to be like, here, honestly. Definitely. I'm not just saying this because you're here. I feel like this will be his season, right? Yeah, definitely. Hopefully. Defa. And we'll Defa. definitely be down to watch. Whether yeah. you're down at a loan spell somewhere or Defa. you're at Leicester or King yeah. Power, we'll be coming Defa. down to watch. Lovely. It's been a pleasure, boys. Yeah. Thank we'll you come on a journey with you, bro. Lovely. Yeah. Watch you from afar. Yeah. yeah. Um, thanks, guys, for listening today. We was with, obviously, Casey. It's me, Ty, and Elliot. Tune into the Ballers Mindset. Like, subscribe, and share. That's a wrap. Good, guys.